yeah. Welcome to the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribe if you're new, man. Uh, a new edition of Biker News. What's happening in the scene Monday through Friday at 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. Then go over to the live at MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Listen on the radio. It's over. It's gone. It's bye-bye. Mayans have finally ended. It's season five, and I did not watch it, so I don't know what the hell was going on any damn way. One thing I do know is both them shows had some real-world consequences when it came to the biker scene. Now, we all understand that a lot of what goes on in the biker community came from a lot of movies. It depended on the style of the motorcycles, the style of the clothing. Like when you had the wild one come out, man, you know what? You even had a club that took its patch, uh, but you had the attitude from there. And then of course you had SOA come out. Everybody was a Dyna bro at that point. And then the Cholo thing came up with uh, Mayans. But it did have a lot of real-world stuff behind it, especially uh, people that wanted to just go right out, start clubs, do what they wanted to. They didn't. They got this new way of thinking that they didn't have to ask permission because Jack Steller didn't have to ask or Easy Ray didn't have to ask. So it really did in the long run. Yes, it brought more people into the sport of motorcycling. The problem is it brought in a different attitude of we don't have to follow traditions and stuff. And truly, I do believe that hurt the scene a, a lot. It really did. It hurt the scene a lot. You've seen a lot of bad stuff that happened because of these shows especially the attitudes man the attitudes were something else so let's go into this i will not show you the video because it's abc and they're pricks uh first there was sun's anarchy a hit show about a california motorcycle club then came the series titled mayans mc now after five seasons the spinoff comes to a close Wednesday night with a two-hour finale. They act like that was a long run. Sons of Anarchy was seven seasons. Mayan, it didn't. Mayans didn't get a lot of traction. I'm sorry, it didn't. You know, you can argue with me all you want, but it didn't get a, a, a lot of traction like Sons did. Mayans MC follows the life of Ezekiel Easy Rays, who is the president of the Outlaw Biker Gang that operates on the border. Between Cali and Mexico, they are rivals of the Sons of Anarchy, but hardly united. In fact, the tension between Easy and his brothers is at the heart of the final episode. Again, if you've seen the final episode, let me know in the comment section what you all thought about the uh, series ending. And I guess they brought back on one of the episodes... Uh, I was showing this little clip somebody sent me. I guess Wendy, uh, Jax Teller's old ex-old lady before he died or some whatever that stuff, was back on the Mayan show. So if you follow this kind of stuff, cool. It's entertainment. And that's what a lot of people don't get. It's entertainment, peoples. This ain't real life, man. So hopefully that this all goes away. 
you know, I've heard some people say since they uh, showed this Wendy broad or whoever she is talked about Jack's kids or something that there might be a spinoff there. Who knows, man? But you know how they are in the movie business about how to try to keep it going to make that money unbelievable so let me know in the comment section if you saw it let's go to some good stuff happening in the scene right now uh we're going to be talking about this charity event that's going to be held some motor maid stuff if you don't know the motor maids something is wrong with you such as military veterans law enforcement officers business owners and others but there's two things they all have in common it's their love for motorcycle riding and their drive to support those in need in the community Douglas Reed, vice president of the Road Wolves Salisbury chapter, tells us the community health fair will provide services to the area of Seaford. He says you can expect this year's event to be even bigger as they have even more to offer. And most importantly, they want you to know that every part of the fair is free. The Department of Health and Social Services that will be, be participating, um, they will be doing free dental screening. Um, doesn't cost a thing. Um, all you have to do is show up fill out some paperwork and she can make recommendations for you um, if you need to uh, see a dentist. Um, we have Lared Health, which is right there in Seaford. They will be doing the free COVID-19 booster shot. Um, again, everything we're doing is free. Uh, we have Westside Family Healthcare. Um, they can help families find insurance or if you don't have enough insurance, they can make recommendations uh, what to add, what to drop. Um, I think that would be very, very helpful uh, for some of the families also. We have Delaware Technical and Community College. Um, they will speak, be speaking about um, how to attend Dell Tech for free. Uh, you basically can't beat that. Um, you're graduating or if you're starting in ninth grade, they can pretty much tell you what you need to do to start preparing yourself. Uh, we're going to have financial literacy by Yolanda Soto. Talk about your finances. If you have any issues or any questions, she can kind of um, guide you or point you in the right direction. The event is free. Um, I don't know if the president said it. There's free hamburger, free hot dog, free chips, um, free water, free drinks for um, families. Uh, you don't have to pay anything. It's a free event. All services are free. Now, they are also highlighting one of the founders of a nonprofit organization, which was established in 1984 and has supported those who have an interest in motorcycle riding from the beginning. Great stuff coming out from the Road Wolves right there. A lot of good charity stuff going on within the biker scene, especially now that it is July, right in the middle of everything. A lot of good events are happening right now. Let's go to the Motor Maids, baby. Motor Maids out of Mass Live. Ladies of the White Gloves roll through Springfield. Delane Atkins, vice president of the Motor Maids, an all-female motorcycle club. Don't think she'd like riding in the parades, but sometimes you are able to look beyond you. All you see is this big, long line of women riding. Atkins, who lives in Ohio, said Tuesday is the Motor Maids. Uh, and this is a very old organization. They assembled at the Springfield Technical College parking lots. The parade was part of the Motor Maids convention in Springfield. Uh, we do the parade to say a thank you to the community, said uh, Kelly DeCapia. 
the Motor Maids District Director for New England. Now, it drew about 350 to 500, if you count family members, including husbands wearing Motorman T-shirts. I don't think i go that far, though, okay? I don't think I'd do that, okay? Most of the 350 members at the convention appeared to participate in the parade, roaring out the Pearl Street up to Chicopee, then back through Springfield's four-state neighborhood and downtown to STCC again. The club is the North America's oldest motorcycling group for women. According to the American Motorcycle Association Hall of Fame, Yes, uh, AMA basically is what it is. So that's some good stuff right there from the Motor Maids, baby. We got one sad story here, one sad story. And this is unbelievable. I don't know all the details. This came out of the uh, Daily Express US. Six-year-old left paralyzed after what they say is a biker gang opens fire on family car in a road rage. A six-year-old girl may never walk again after her spine was severed in a horrific road rage incident. Onyx from Kentucky was in the family car when her stepmom tried to avoid three motorcyclists wait, uh, waving through traffic as she drove back home on I-65. But the biker gang became frustrated with her and opened fire on the vehicle, hitting the six-year-old in the back. The girl had only celebrated her birthday a few days before. Oh, man. You know, we don't know what happened. It don't really mention that much in the article. So you can't make any judgments right now. You don't know if it's just a few of uh, idiots that were on bikes doing it with, you know, whatever patches. Uh, could have been a freaking, uh, you know, one of them riding clothes. It could have been anybody. But you know how the media goes off about the biker gang we're gonna go over to the second half of the show right now don't forget listen live on motorcyclemadhouse.com or on our other channel baby rock on Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of...
life on the edge is the way that yogi life. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably the only way that I can live and feel alive. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? We got the China doll in the house. She gives the best blowjobs in the Midwest. If interested, just get a hold of Hollywood, and we'll see if we can make a good arrangement. <laughs> I am throwing her out uh, at a bid of at least $5 million. Okay? Oh $5 million. God. Robert Rufford uh, don't have anything on me as far as uh, giving you one night with China now. $5 million, <laughs> man. So how's everybody else doing out there? Hi, China. Well, hi. Uh, No. <laughs> I'm trying to make money here. Oh, so pawn me off. Pawn you off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood is pimping today, baby. I need to get one of them pimp hats. I used to have one. I don't you know, know maybe like, like one of them lime green <laughs> freaking suits and shit like that. Have a cane. I already got a cane with got, a skull on top. I was going to say there's a cane right there on the floor. I can pimp like a motherfucker, man. You nasty. It happens, man. Uh, we got. Uh, we need to get a prayer request out there to all of our listeners right now. I need you to talk to the old man upstairs. I need it. China now. As of yesterday afternoon, uh, Nitro contacted Mike Ball with an update on Lily. Uh, he says Jeff Brace just hit now. Me. Who's Lily? So they know Lily Bell is the young lady that uh, the young lady. My ass. She a baby. She a baby. She's six, she's six months old. Uh, she is the precious little girl that was born with the disease. We had her on Monday. Me and, and Mike. she was on here on Monday night with uh, Hollywood and Mike and myself and she she's not doing good right now. Uh, Nitro says Jeff Brace just hit me up and said Lily has been sick all night and she has a fever of 102.5. She is at nice, uh, nice Wonger's Children's Hospital and they're doing a full workup. The part that sucks is with her being in hospice care. Sometimes they don't want to do anything. A simple cold could be terminal for her. I don't know that this is the case, but since we have been dealing with terminally ill children in this club, I've seen it before. I told him I'd reach out and let you all know. And he said he just needs prayers right now. Um, he says he's holding a pattern to see if they admit her into the hospital. If they do, he's only about an hour a ride away or less. And some of the guys will be on their way to support if they need them. That's Mikey Ball right there. Uh, he offered to go out and support no, them. No, not Mikey Ball. Oh, Nitro. 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 Mikey Ball got the message I get them mixed Nitro. up. I'm sorry. I get fucking mixed up. I'm Hollywood. So um, everybody needs to lift this baby up in prayers. I know we posted on a lot of people's Facebooks and uh, other social media for uh, donations for a GoFundMe for baby uh, Lily Bell possible funeral um, arrangement and it is also uh not just to help with medical care but it is for possible funeral arrangements if needed when we get an update we will keep you guys posted during the day show um so we will let everybody know once we find any okay. info out so you got to talk to the old man upstairs okay 
you know, don't mention that you're friends with Hollywood because I don't know if he'll listen to you. But, uh, you know, go out there if you got some prayer groups, if you're in, uh, you know, if you belong to a church, ask them to do so. Let's get a prayer chain going for baby Lily, man. Definitely. You know, because she a terrible disease, terrible disease. And she's been fighting with, uh, you know, fighting it with a smile the whole damn time. You know what I mean? Whole damn time. Mm -hmm. So let's help out out here. Let's uh, talk to uh, the old man and uh, hopefully get her through this. But explain to the disease uh, for everybody. It's trichosome 17 or something oh like that. Oh, my jeez. But, you know, while you're looking that up, you know, I think that, yeah, I got to get mods on this channel. I didn't even think about doing it, man. I got to do that. Um, I never heard of the disease until now. Lily was born this past Christmas Eve with a rare chromosomal abnormality called partial trisomy, trisomy 17. It causes several heart defects, including ASDs, a, vas a vascular didn't ring. Didn't they say she didn't have a, a part of her brain or something? Yeah, part of her brain is missing. Um, the corpus callosum in her brain, so her left side and right side cannot communicate properly. Um, on top of the other issues like cataracts, tremors, missing... Um, She's got no sense of smell. She's got digestive issues, eating issues. She has a NG tube. She cannot be fed by mouth. Um, and here's a page. Uh, if you're on the YouTube, you can see the picture of her right there. She is on oxygen 24-7. Uh, they've been fighting with this, obviously, since day one. She wasn't expected to live past the first few weeks of life uh she has made it six months and we all want her to make it a hell of a lot more so uh right now you can't do it on this channel that's youtube chase uh so there she is right now cuter as pie and a little warrior right there and uh hopefully we get more updates we'll uh, mike could get a hold of uh, nitro and uh see what's going on uh i hope everything turns out okay man it really does i know everybody's been posting on uh instagram and uh facebook so if you're friends with anybody on either one of those see if you can catch the link throw some throw throw your starbucks coffee that way and help this family out and keep them all in their in your prayers right now are parents liable for their child's gun violence is what we're going to be talking about uh today uh, especially after some of the news stories that China Dow does. And, you know, she went and, uh, you know, did a news story about kids getting hurt and she knows Hollywood don't like that. Uh, but she did it yesterday and it involved a one-year-old getting killed by a three-year-old because of a gun that was left out, not stored correctly. And the kid got a hold of the parent's gun. Yeah, yesterday's news story is about a three-year-old that shot their one-year-old sibling. One-year-old sibling. And killed. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I'm a huge Second Amendment guy. Huge. I even bitch about when clubs do stupid shit with guns because I don't care if they're in a club or not. You're screwing up our freaking Second Amendment there and getting all these freaking wolves that are politicians out there trying to get our guns and shit. You know, I have guns all over the fucking place, but I don't got little kids in the house. You know, and my son that is in the house knows how to use the gun better than his mother does. That's how good he is with this shit. He respects him. He knows him. But that does not work when you have small kids if they don't know what the hell a gun's about. Now, in the early days before all this uh, liberal-ass freaking woke bullshit, kids learn. Oh, yeah. What a gun was all about. Definitely. And if you're and if you're down south, I know they do a lot of teaching kids Shit. to use their gun. You're damn right, man. They know how to use a shotgun and a rifle probably when they come out of mama. Most likely. You know, there used to be classes inside schools on guns. Mm -hmm. So it's always been a part of American society. You're never going to get rid of this shit. If you try it, you try to amend the constitution, you're going to have a fucking civil war on your hands. Uh, there's more guns than there are military, and half the military probably go to the one side. But what hurts everything is these idiots that do this kind of shit. And we asked the question yesterday, should they be held liable for the crime that was committed by the kids, you know, and I'm not talking about a three-year-old. The three-year-old don't know what the fuck they're doing, but I'm talking about there's some incidences where you have these school shooters yeah. that go in like Columbine and these other ones that got their guns from the parents and started shooting up everybody. Then they get shot or turn, you know, take the coward way out and shoot themselves. I think the parents should be charged with the murders. I agree. I agree 100%. I think they should be charged with it. They need to take responsibility for their child's action because kids wouldn't have gotten the guns if they were properly put away. Yeah, if they were properly stored and stuff, they wouldn't have got them. You know, there's a lot of freaking nice safes out there that you can't get through, even with C4, that you can store your guns. That is a responsible gun owner, okay? You know, as far as me, I got them around the house, but I got the ammunition. And I store it to where I know where it's at. You know, I just picked up an old school freaking double barrel shotgun that uh, makes sure you don't come in the house. It actually <laughs> give you a welcoming and puts you about 100 feet away after you're blown the freaking bits. But you got to teach your kids about them. Like you said yesterday, my kid can break down any gun and fucking put it back together in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the funny thing is, is Hollywood, you didn't even have to show him how to do it. He already knew about he it. He already knew. He already knew. He just, he just took, like, with your shotgun, he just took that thing. He dismantled that in, like, two seconds and put it right back together. Mm -hmm. You didn't even have to tell him how to do it. But kids, I think... Because of these liberal idiots, not allowing them to learn about guns has actually made everything worse. 
because if you don't have respect for the gun, you're going to have incidences like you have had in the United States. Mm -hmm. And it's making everything so damn hard on us. That's why I cringe if I see an MC getting busted with gun dealing. I cringe because I know the laws are coming after us. It's, you know, people are so ignorant. There are so many laws on the books right now about guns. All you have to do is enforce them. But their ultimate goal is to take the shit away. Now, I know there was that one, wasn't it Michigan, where there was a school shooting and the parents are being held accountable? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, is it? Yeah. And I truly 100% support it. Because you're supposed to have responsibility over your kids. And I have to say, nowadays, a lot of parents don't. Mm -mm. Do you, do you feel uh, parents ain't responsible enough these days? No, I don't. Because I was going through some news stories. There were actually a couple of them that I didn't touch base on yesterday. Because uh, after the first one with the one and the three-year-old, Hollywood kind of... Halted me in my news story. I can't stand that kind of shit. And she knows it and she shouldn't have said it. <laughs> but there, I mean, there are, you know, where, where are the parents when kids are doing these things? What, what are the parents doing? Are, I know they have to crazy. work a lot of parents, but at the same time, you have to have some kind of common sense to know not to leave a 38 or a 357 or a nine millimeter laying around where a freaking kid can get a hold of it. And worst thing is, is kids are kids are harming other kids with other things now. Well, they are knives, everything. Oh, we got a 12 year old, a 12 year old out in Detroit that decided she was going to assault another girl with a container filled with acid. Oh, my God. Yeah, really? Yeah. She uh, threw a container of acid at this other young child at the park. Where the hell did she get acid? That was my question. I have no idea where she got acid from. Unless you know, you, there's some kind of acid you can get from Home Depot or Walmart. Right. Uh, but I'm not talking hydrochloric here. No, this this 12-year-old went out and they... Uh, huh. Well, right now, she's this preteen is being uh, charged with a count of assault with intent to, intent to do great bodily harm and one count of felonious assault. Well, let's, uh, you know, hold that. Let's discuss what Rich has to say, because we're about to let loose here and everybody's going to get pissed. At some time, you got a sec you got Second Amendment supporters that say shall not be infringed means everybody in even the mentally disturbed. I don't believe in that. I do not believe a mentally disturbed person should have a gun. And I'm going to take it a step further and you're really going to get pissed off at me. I believe in the Illinois Foyd system. Now what the Illinois Foyd system is, is you got to have a void card to own a gun. And basically all that is, is a background check. That's all it is, is a background check. 
but you will have the super second amendment supporters say, well, we don't need background checks. The government's going to know about your gun. Wait a second here. I don't want a fucking psycho freaking paranoid schizophrenic having a fucking nine millimeter either, dude. And so what if the government knows you got to register the weapon anyways? They know you already bought the fucker. It's already registered. When and you know what? It's not even the void system. If you go anywhere, you got to go through the federal anyway. Yeah. And they know by the serial number what you bought. So why not enforce the the laws on there? I get that. I do not believe in banning any kind of weapons. I do not believe that. And you know what? I actually think Ronald Reagan was in the wrong when he banned machine guns. You know, now you have to have a special license. They have a fucking Tommy gun. I don't believe that. But I do believe there has to be some checks and balances. Well, M. Buffy V says, but the mental health isn't a part of that check. In Illinois, it is. In Illinois, there it is. They got a system where it goes through one central place. And they're trying to set that up at the federal level, too where they can check mental health records and shit like that. Right now, it's only criminal records if you're felony or uh, dishonorably discharged. But in Illinois, they do check your ass with mentally disabled health. They will not even process uh, your application if you're on a medical marijuana card because it's still illegal at the federal level. So there is a process. It might be flawed, but at least something's there. What do you think about the FOID system? You got a FOID. I have a FOID card, yes. And I think they should do, you know, sometimes I have a feeling that I think they should do more into your background than what they already do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get haters. Like, I think if you've got something in a medical report where a psychologist specifically states that you are a threat to yourself and others, you should not be able to get a gun. Right. Like, they should be able to give that information to whomever in order to you not get a gun. Well, what we're talking about, what we're talking about, Scrappy, as far as or uh, Steve, I think you're talking about red flag. Uh, It's a slippery slope. Anyone can accuse you of being mentally ill and you're never getting a gun. But what I'm talking about is actually if you were diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenic, you were in a mental institution is what I'm talking about. Because if you you get to a mental institution, you're fucked up in the head. Am I right or wrong? You're fucked. No, not If you actually are admitted. Not always. Because a lot of people don't just get it. I mean, there's a lot of people that get admitted into mental institutions for suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. So a suicide attempt is completely on a different. Well, that's where it's a slippery slope. But there has yeah. to be a, so, at least some guidelines where people say, well, the Second Amendment, you can't infringe. Well, dude, a motherfucker over here talking about himself. He's over here talking to Sally, and I don't see Sally. You know what I mean? Or I don't see John. He's talking to these people. I don't see these motherfuckers. I don't want to, you know, see a nine millimeter in his hand then. Because Sally told him to shoot me. (laughs) And Buffy V says, how do they bypass HIPAA? 
<clears throat> you know what? That's a very good question. I got to freaking find out about, but I know they do it. I don't know if it's a public record system through the courts. I got to find that out. But I do know, you know, a lot of people bust on Illinois. But at the same time, I can see where they're going. And it's been around since the 60s is when they started it. Right after Kennedy was killed. You know, and it's worked so far. You know, do I believe in, the? you know, even with concealed carry around here. You got to actually have some training, which I don't believe you should be able to. If you have, you know, you're all good and all that shit. Uh, you don't have felonies or whatever the hell it is. You should be able to carry without a fucking, uh, you know, going through all the bullshit. It's like after you're said and done in Illinois, it costs about 500 bucks with the classes and the fingerprint, all that shit to get your concealed carry. See, I got a Utah, so I can carry in any uh, other state around other than freaking Illinois, but I still carry in Illinois. You always do. Everywhere you go. Everywhere I go, I got a, a piece on me. It's better to be safe than sorry. Exactly. Uh, now, you know what? Let's talk about Poncho's thing here, people. I was admitted on an accusation of a suicide attempt, which I never, which never happened, and was deemed sane and released. You have to be uh, deemed mentally unstable in court after evaluating at least 72 hours now what i you know i know there's you can go down uh, the road on all different type of situations but i'm talking about an actual mental institution where you were committed involuntary where you were committed you know or if it was the, court you ordered. know like straightjacket kind of shit well what about if it was court ordered what do you mean as far as court ordered? Some people are court ordered to go to 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 be put into a mental institution. Okay, yeah. If they were a mental institution, most of the time it's court ordered. If you're talking to Sally and John and I don't see Sally and John, fuck you and your claim in a second amendment, man. You know, because at some point, now do I believe there should be gun laws? Like there are where you can't carry in specific places. No, I don't. But I and what these people don't distinguish is an urban setting against a rural setting is two different things. You shouldn't have all this bullshit. Say like Chicago runs the whole state, of Illinois. Well, outside of Chicago in the suburbs, it's really just farmland out here. So they shouldn't have to dictate what we can do out in the rural areas. Right. But read some of this stuff you got about uh, our parents liable for their children's gun violence. You had one that I sent you. Yeah, and this one, this one is what's going on in uh, New Mexico. Uh, if a minor commits a school shooting in New Mexico with a gun belonging to his or her parents, any parent who loses a child may ask whether the gunman's parents can be held liable. 
not liable as far as suing them or freaking criminal case here because i think criminal case um according to this legally a parent whose child is injured or killed by a criminal act may seek justice through a personal injury or wrongful death lawsuit they may demand compensation for their grief loss of companionship of their child and or for any medical bills and the cost of the child's injuries funeral and burial i 100 percent agree with that and as Road Rage says, as a pro to uh, a California is a rare thing. We must protect Mike Ball at all costs because he's only got one leg. Yeah. So we got to protect him. Yeah. Well, they claim that uh, as far as in New Mexico, the defendant obviously isn't going to be the underage gunman because he or she have very few, if any, assets. And so they're talking about straight civil. They're going after the parents for financial. But they, sh you don't think they should go criminally? I do. And they, uh, they also, uh, they also <laughs> state that the society is looking to looking to the parents of underage gunmen who use unsecured firearms may be available to them in their own homes. This kind of third party lawsuit would declare that a shooter's parents should be held criminally responsible for easy accessible guns to their children used in crimes so yes they are also going after the parents if they are easily accessible mm. as far as criminally well it's about damn time i mean it's, it's that's only common sense if you don't lock up your damn gun because you're an irresponsible idiot and you have little kids around and they shoot somebody, you should go to fucking jail because you were a numb nut. And especially if you have the, you know, a, one in the chamber with kids around. Well, and they say with a lot of the school shootings, all the ones that have happened with children under the age of 18, um, that is off, it, they are often because of adult negligence that the children had access to deadly weapons because the parents are not properly locking them up. Well, exactly. But going back to say a nine millimeter and who's, who's stupid enough to do this. Not only do they leave the gun out, but they have a round in the chamber at that point. It's ready to go. It's not a lot of these nines don't have safeties on them. You know, that's why a lot of people that don't have experience with firearms don't chamber it around when they're carrying it, which, you know, if you're concealed carry, you know, you know, the force it takes for that trigger to freaking uh, release around. It's not going to shoot your ass if you have one chambered and no safety. Right. You actually got to freaking pull that trigger. But they leave it chambered and these kids get a hold of it. Next thing you know, it's point and shoot. Some of these could have been prevented by, like, the three-year-old not having the round chambered. They won't know how to pull that slide back. Or they're, it's a three-year-old. Put it on the top of a closet shelf. Put it up high. How the, You know, three-year-olds, yeah, some of them are a little smarties, but. Yeah, but at the same time, they're them. not going to be able to chamber they're, that round. No, they're not. Why are you putting away a fully loaded weapon?
Mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought that, you know, you put a gun away, you don't have it. Well, like Rich says, is this true? Unfortunately, common sense is becoming a rare commodity. It is rare because people don't have common sense anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's disgusting. They, they, and they don't take any responsibility for their own actions. And it's, I guess it becomes the poor me generation. That's what it is. Well, I lost the kid too in a school shooting, but it was your gun and your fault, jackass. Why are you over here crying and whining at this point? Yeah, because you see more, more poor me when it's the shooters, the shooters family crying and whining because, well, my child died. Well, your child caused this whole thing and you are obviously part of the cause because of the fact that your kid had access to your weapon. Exactamongo. Exactamongo. Uh, Rich, again, if there's a three-year-old in the house, you don't freaking leave the gun unattended. Nope, and they did. And I think we should be talking about if the Second Amendment is absolute without any type of safeties in there. As far as what we were just talking about, putting a gun in a damn safe, locking the safe up, you know, you got little kids, you know, I think there's an age where you start teaching them about guns, right? If you're going to have them in the house, you know, like eight, nine years old, you got to start teaching them. Hey, this is what a gun can do. This ain't GTA five. They shouldn't be watching that by or playing that by the way, but this ain't a video game. This is real life. This can kill you or teach them how to shoot. Go to the shooting range with them. That's responsible. Or in our area, if you got big enough property, you could probably teach them to shoot on your own property. Yeah. A buddy of mine's man. He has a lot of acreage. We go out there, pop rounds off, go out there, teach the kids about it. Pop them off. Give them a little 22 to practice with. But that just don't happen anymore. But even if you have taught your child how to properly take care of one, it doesn't give you the right to still have it unlocked. And you're right, uh, Rage. If you're carrying a freaking gun with an empty chamber, unless you're freaking Superman and can get that sucker uh, chambered in a heartbeat, because most shootings happen at the three to five yard range. So it's pretty freaking, uh, you know, stupid not to have a round in that freaking chamber. You know, I love revolvers. I carried a 38. I love 38s and I love my little 22. But see, you also have the knowledge that when you come home from wherever you were just at and you had your gun with you, you take the ammo out. <laughs> well, I don't take it out. I take the clip out. Well, you out. take the clip out. Yeah, and I store it. But it's like because I know with a clip, I'd throw it in there and chamber go. And as far as weapons in the home, it's like keep your am- ammo separate from your guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think uh, we'll talk about this uh, after this second uh, uh, station identification. It feels good to not need a gun. I will not be so good when I actually need it, though. Hail to the king, baby. You're gonna need a bigger boat. 
Okay, let's talk about that. It feels good to not need a gun. It will not be so good when I actually need them. What do you think about that statement? Well, I'm sure everybody feels that it it's a good feeling when you don't need one. But, but in today's society, in today's, they're crazy asses. You need one all the time. In today's society, I personally think every home should have one. Shit, I know guys that are packing three or four on their persons at a time. I mean, nowadays. Because it gets fucking crazy. stupid. So, yeah, it might feel good that you don't need a gun, but that's just not society anymore. No. It just isn't. It's not. It, huh, Marianne, I carry a nine. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, after a little incident with the 357, and I kind of fucked up. Uh, I put China down first time she was shooting a gun. I put her with a 357 long barrel, and yeah, it didn't end up too good. No, I landed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody forgot to tell me about the kickback on that bad boy. And it was one of those <laughs> deals where she went straight backwards. <laughs> It fell on her ass. <laughs> so I let her have a 380 now. A little <laughs> bit of kick, but not enough to, you know, kick you on the ass onto the ground. And everybody looked at her at the firing range like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then they looked at me. What the fuck is your problem giving her a 357 <laughs> long barrel? <laughs> I mean, I didn't find it funny at the time, but looking back at it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> And it's his fault because he didn't tell me. And he didn't tell me on purpose, I, I'm guessing. It was kind of purposeful because yeah. I wanted to laugh. I had a giggle. And boy, did I giggle, but I didn't hear the end of that bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was pissed. And Marianne, you're correct uh, with that. If you don't carry now and you need a gun, you're dead without it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I truly believe that's the case in today's society. In Chicago, I don't give a shit what laws they have in Chicago. I'm carrying that motherfucker wherever I go. Because Chicago ain't a joke. What? Road race. China Dell is three foot four inches tall and weighs nine pounds. You can't hand her a hand <laughs> cannon to start. I did. I laughed my ass off. Uh -uh. <laughs> 357 mag, baby. That's what she shot off. I was like, oops. I went flying. <laughs> and she was dirty hairing it, man, but it didn't make her day. And I think I fucked up because that scared you about guns. Yeah, after that, I didn't really want to touch one again. I, and it, and and I kind of argued with him about shooting it again while we were at the shooting range. He did stand behind me and like basically hold me up after that. <laughs> I did get a good, couple good hits on that target, though, because he got the full body target. And the sad part was, is I kept shooting the target in the junk. <laughs> yeah, that's a woman for you. <laughs> Now, would I let her use my double barrel shotgun? Hell fucking no. Uh-uh. She go through the fucking window. Dude, I'd be flying all the way through the house. Right? No, thanks. I won't even hold that gun, to be honest with you. I haven't even touched it. 
Yeah, because it's just the mo. Oh well. Oh wait, let me. It's let one me of those where it that. has the double trigger and all that bullshit. Let, let me retract that. I did hold it one time. I carried it from in the house to the garage. That thing's pretty big, ain't it? And gave it to you because you were showing someone it. But then I made you bring it back. No, actually, our son brought it back in the house, and he didn't even want me carrying it. He tried taking it from me, so I wouldn't carry it. Yeah, because he think he knows you're a dumbass. Yeah, but there's no. There was no bullets about in it. See, maybe that uh, there's a distinction between where I grew up because there was guns everywhere when I grew up. You know, a lot of uh, it wasn't legal, but a lot of illegal fucking guns. When you can go up the six corners in Chicago and buy a freaking uh, uh, you buy you, about anything, you to buy about anything out of a trunk. I'm talking Tech Nines, Mac Tens, fucking Uzis. You can get it right out of a fucking trunk. Uh, but you were in the suburbs, yeah. so it was a little different for you. Yeah, there weren't too many people where I grew up carrying a weapon, <laughs> let alone uh, owning one. You got that own, right, Chase. Owning one. That's the only thing I get to say that's big. Is his gun. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, where I grew up, I, I don't think anyone ever had. And if they did, none of us knew. But I don't think anyone really had a weapon in their house when I was growing up. I know we didn't. But you also had a safer <laughs> neighborhood. Well, yeah, we had left our doors unlocked. and You guys were racist peoples, as they call me. Why? Because where you grew up, there was like maybe one black and he was just passing through. No, I had three on the bus in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because they were all from one family. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was three brothers. They were on the bus. Yeah. We didn't have a lot at our high school either. And the ones that were there either played basketball or football. That's just kind of neighborhood you grew up with. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. I mean, if Jason was in here, he could tell you he grew up in the same area I did, but he's, I don't know if he's in here today. Me with a uh, shotgun, I always carry freaking double buck copper tip. Oh, boy, did I love they give a bang, baby. You ain't walking in this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> no. You going back because uh, double barrels of Winchester. And I'm talking this is an old school fucking one. And that fucker has some pump to it. I, I was going to get an AK, but, you know, she, she got pissed and I'm butthurt about me wanting it. Yeah, you don't need it. What happens if, like, a North Korean soldier shows up, man? I got to have an AK to fucking bullet his ass. Oh, my God. You're stupid. I got to go Wolverine and shit on him. You're stupid. What do you mean I'm stupid? That won't happen. We never know with the Biden in the fucking presidency. Well, you got a point there. <laughs> Definitely. Arizona, legal to own a 16-inch barrel shotgun. You know, that's the only thing I don't understand about the, you know, sawed offs and shit like that. Why they get so butthurt over the shit. Fuck that. I love a good sawed off. Put that shit under your coat and shit. Uh, AK for you absolutely have to kill everyone in the room. <laughs> it wasn't a Russian AK of uh, 47, not one of them fucking cheap Chinese ones, man. But at the same time, you start shooting with an AK, then you got to worry about who's down the fucking block from you because that shit's traveling. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like we like our neighbors, but. 
Yeah, if you got neighbors and shit, you got to wonder if you're going to shoot them in the ass while they're in the fucking shower or some shit like I that. Mean, it could happen. You imagine getting shot in the ass while you're taking a shower? That would suck. That would, like, to- <laughs> suck total balls, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> By the way, on the Beat Cam podcast, we're going to have some fun uh, tomorrow. We're going to be talking about a lot of sexual shit. You know, China now picked the topic. <laughs> Why are you blaming me? All you all want, all the guys, well, the other two, man, all they want to talk was politics. And I am i don't know politics, so damn it, we're talking sex. What what, what kind of sexual topics are we going to have coming up? I don't even care. What, I'm not telling. You got to wait and see. Are we going to talk about how Mike likes transvestites or something? I want that might come up. My, I know Mike might like that kind of shit. I don't know. Hey, to each their own. Basically, we're going to be talking about things that ladies must understand about why men like sex. Well, I think everybody likes sex. Yeah, but this is going to be based on why men like it. Well, because we're important. That and because 90% of the, you know, people that are in the chat on Beat Can are all men. So, Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to see if Mike is bashful and turns red. I think I can get him there. What do you think? I think you can. (laughs) <laughs> or he's gonna plea the fifth what about chewy you say <laughs> why are you calling him chewy oh, am i being racial again <laughs> yes. that's his nickname chino. i gotta give everybody a ch- uh, i call chino. him che- i call him chewy no you don't you just said it because you forgot his name <laughs> no i would have said homer at that point chino i think chino is gonna be pretty blunt he's in the military come on you think he got a lot of sex in the military? He's a freaking Marine. He's going to go to town on it. You think he got a lot of booty? <laughs> I'm sure he did. But yeah, Chewy's his nickname. He, That's from me anyway. Chino's got... Chino's you have actually, to have a good Mexican named Chewy, man. He's got... He He's actually got an interesting story he's going to tell. Well, at least I told him he should tell it. Whether he tells it or not, it's another story. Like Road Rage says, we just got to make it a good enough show that I can watch it one-handed. Hopefully that's while China Dow speaking, not me. Okay, that's kind of gross. Okay, it's kind of weird. I don't want you jacking off while I'm talking. Okay, just jack off with China Dow talking. Like now, <laughs> you to jack off right now. She's there. You know, just imagine you know the best uh, Midwest blowjob going on. Oh here. my God, stop! I will never claim that I am the best at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not bad, but you know. <laughs> You're so terrible. It happens. It happens. Pawning me off again. Ain't nobody going to think about you, Wood. I hope not. You know, China Dow got pissed off at me last night. You know, we were screwing around with that. What is that? That Google Dot? Our freaking Google Dot. She was making the cat go crazy and shit like that. My cat's getting, you know, it's like, hey, Google, uh, you know, sound like a cat or some shit. And the cat came up and was smacking the shit out of the Google thing. It's like, you stupid motherfucker. Who the fuck are you in my house? But then I was like, you know, you know, who's James Hollywood Machikari? And, you know, the Google gives a rundown and all that stuff. And I was like, well, who's China now? I don't fucking know her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a nobody on Google. So it was funnier than shit, man. So Google even will give you information about Hollywood. But, but not China. Nothing now. about me. Sorry stuff, man. No. We'll be right back with the news. Do you know what I'm talking about? Give me some sugar, baby. 
Don't forget, coming up on WMMRDB, we got Modern Rock Like Event Sevenfold, Nickelback, and all the good stuff coming up on Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, MotorcycleMadhouse.com. So, what's in the news today? Well, let's take a look here. I've got some interesting You know what I find funny? What? I'm getting a lot of copycats lately. Yeah, why? I really am. I'm getting fucking copycats. Everybody just thinks it's real easy to start a podcast. Why? They taking all your crap, huh? Well, no, they're not. They're trying to start up like I am. I've been doing this since 2011 or some bullshit like that. This shit takes practice and time, man. You, A lot of these people sound monotone. And when I talk about monotone, it's like, dude, I want to shoot my fucking self while I'm listening to you. <laughs> it really is. Now, I got more of a dark comedy type of podcast. But damn, man, trying to be like Hollywood and shit. What the fuck is wrong with you now? You know, I know it's flattering and stuff like that. <laughs> but you, you just ain't fucking Hollywood there. Okay. Nah, you're one of a kind there, buddy. I have to say so. You good talking about yourself now? You know what? I really want to take on Howard Stern, that big fucking... He's a oh big pecker-looking motherfucker, go ain't he? Go ahead. Boone County, Kentucky. Well, see, like Mike says, it's definitely not easy. No. First, you got to get over the damn freaking nervousness. Then you have to get your rhythm set up of who you're going to be on the radio. And third, you got to execute it. Takes years. Go ahead. Kentucky authorities said a driver was killed after a loose tire flew off a truck and struck her windshield. Now. Now. Now, what What about? The- you know what, Ben Rim? Aren't you coming on the podcast? I think Mike's going to hook you up. That happened right in front of us. It did. I was like, hell fucking no. Yeah, we were coming home from... Harley. Yeah, I was actually coming home from Harley when that well, happened. Well, we went to go see Adam the douche. Yeah, Sandoval, the douche, the tool the you call tool. him. Yeah, when we went to go We were right we were on the the what the we were on the dresser. Yeah, and we were coming back from there and this minivan which was the vehicle in front of us, literally in front of us. Their front friggin' tire came flying off their truck. And they're so lucky the other lane, there was nobody going on the opposite side. That motherfucker kept rolling. It said, hey, fuck you, dude. We're going to keep going here. It went all the way across four lanes of traffic and a median. Thank God, because you know what? If it was a bike that was coming, they would have killed the guy on the bike coming from the opposite direction. He hit his brakes (laughs) so fast, and and I'm like, holy shit. You know what? I got to bring on Road Rage, man, with me. I think it'd be a fun <laughs> fucking show. It would. It'd be a fun show. Uh, Steve, everyone has some kind of bullshit podcast. The problem is they're boring as fuck at 2PC. You got that fucking right. <laughs> boring, boring, boring. So this is basically a story of you need to watch your surroundings because, unfortunately, this woman died because this guy's truck he, she was going northbound. This truck was going southbound, and the, the tire came flying off and nailed her front windshield, and she crashed. And she, you know what? She That's died. what I always say to people when you're on a bike. Never 
get on the side of them motherfuckers. You know how I speed up or slow down when a car comes near me? Yeah. That's what I do. That way I got them, you know what? That's the kind of shit right there. And the sad You never know. And the sad part, the investigators are still searching for the truck driver. Where the hell did he go when he was missing a tire? This was an 18-wheeler? Holy a shit. truck driver. Yeah. Oh, man. That it was just, an 18-wheeler that lost a wheel. That probably destroyed how, that person. And how in God's name can you drive an 18-wheeler you can. when you're missing a wheel? You can. Seriously. Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, they can't find him. They can't find him. He probably him. didn't even know the fucker came off. Yeah, they can't find him. And the the girl died instantly. Man. Uh, I guess Mike talked to him last night. The Bet Rim podcast will be on Monday. Hopefully he makes it through the show with me. Hopefully. It ought to be entertaining. It should be an entertaining type of stuff. Uh, but going back to the semi-trucks, <coughs> you know, running them deuce tires, man, you don't know. Because you can still move. It's not like a car where you can't go anywhere. No, you can keep rolling with a semi. Well, they're still looking for the semi driver that uh, whose tire killed this young lady. So, mm -hmm. right. I I, I I hate when you do that. What? Uh huh. Right. That means you ain't paying attention. So stop. No, I'm stop. paying attention to the ones in the the chat room. Oh, okay. I, I'm looking at that. So in other news. A man who was recently fired from a Louisiana ship shipyard returned to his former workplace and killed two co two ex coworkers. Crazy asses! <laughs> Did they go postal or some shit? I don't know. This is shipyard, so so they went shippy. They went shippy. I guess I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, what? They want shippy. So the deputies arrived around 1 p.m. at the FMT shipyard in Harvey, just across the Mississippi from New, uh, from New Orleans, where they found two unresponsive men and at least one gun, gunshot wound in each. They were pronounced dead at the scene. The sheriff's office isn't publicly identifying the victims pending notification of their families. It's not believed that the two employees had anything to do with yeah, the China doll, firing. China doll has a distinctive laugh. She laughs distinctly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? China doll laughing, killing me. Killing you as in you hate it or killing you as it's funny? <laughs> See, she laughing now. You want to. It's like fucking nails on a board sometimes. Okay. Wow. It is. It's like nails on a board. It's like, shut up before I punch you in the mouth, man. Really? So around 2.45 p.m., the deputies approached the suspect as he was walking into a dumpster area near his apartment complex. He actually picked up the firearm and started firing shots at the officers. Oops. Numerous officers returned fire at that point, and he was the shooter was pronounced dead on the scene. Now, there's a very interesting question we're going to bring you Monday's show. And I think it's because we watched that movie last night with Sandra Bullock, Unforgiven yeah. or Unforgivable, some bullshit like that. Would you take the rap 
for a younger sibling that kills somebody. Now, in this one, it was a five-year-old that shot the cop, which, hey, kudos. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Don't look at me stupid. I didn't say that. I retract sometimes. Uh, would you take the rap for him? Because they were too young. Very interesting question for Monday. Hey, China, I heard you call me out, but I got real spotty internet today. I'll have to go back and rewatch episode and get back to you on our hometown. Yeah, I, I, I did. I called you out because we were talking about guns and how uh, the town that we grew up in, you wouldn't really hear about people having weapons in their house. Because they didn't see it. They weren't necessary. Back then. Back then. Now it's probably necessary. Uh, yeah, I can't speak for now because I, I don't live there anymore. But back when we were growing up, it was a big thing about keeping weapons in the house or not what not knowing anybody that had them in the house in the town we grew up in. And by the way, uh, on another platform, somebody asked me about what I would uh, give advice as far as a podcast is concerned is you got to keep it fast. You can't stutter. You can't freaking uh you can't be monotone. You, you gotta, can't do like I used to do in the beginning with the uh. You can't do the uh. uh. You got to <laughs> practice the taking out them. Uh, but you got to keep it fast paced because people get it boring real quick. And that's a lot of reasons why all these podcasts fail is because you don't got a point you're doing. You're not keeping it interesting and you're not changing it up during the show. So that would be the best uh, advice I can give you on that stuff. We got the Bent Rip podcast, I think, coming on Monday again. Uh, that is your deal for today. Tomorrow is going to be not only our show, but then the Bcan podcast. We're going to have fun with uh, Chewy and Mike, or Peg Leg as we call it, uh, talking <laughs> about a lot of sex and shit like that. We're going to see if we can make them blush. Uh, the Madhouse crew always can, man. But anyway, I'm going to turn you back over to the radio station. Everybody else, you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. We'll check you out later. Rock on. I say goodbye. Vamoose. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms.